from worlds beyond to write at the gaming table. These are all my fantasy children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano Saez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a character creation, world building, and storytelling podcast where each week we take a listener prompt and create the greatest story of all time. We sure do. Um, yeah, we take it and we spin and... Um, He's been? Bobin. Bobin. No. Get, get. Sorry, I'm watching the Sixers on, on a TV. Bobin. No. Oh, he's, he's, he missed it. He missed the shot. The 76ers are a Philadelphia sports group that Jeff is apparently way more familiar with than I am because I don't know a single thing about that team. Uh, I trust the process, Aaron, is what happened. <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, what that means is, uh, get ready for an actual, this is an act, I have an actual answer for this and I'm very excited about it. Okay. Because it's great. So basically what that means is... Philly intentionally, or the Sixers, I should say, intentionally tanked themselves in what? the draft. They're the they're the Washington Generals. Yeah, they intentionally like drafted terrible players and did terribly in seasons again and again and again. The idea being that if they did poorly enough, they would get better and better draft picks and climb that rank until they're doing so poorly that they get first, second, third drafts. So like that's good strategy right there. So that so now we have like a really stellar team because for so long we did poorly that now we were able to sign like the best and brightest players and get like the juiciest trades because we trusted the process. Basically, trust the process means hey, things are gonna suck for a while. Like yeah. you're gonna watch your team do very very badly, but we're going to slowly work our team into a place where we do excellently. And see, what Jeff is saying is that for 100 episodes, this show has sucked. But now, we, you have yeah. trusted the process this far, and now is where we get the best and the brightest characters. It's true. It's true. Um, <laughs> so for this week, we're going to be talking, uh, let's see, our prompt is from Jeff Stormer. It is a vegetable insult comic uh, right. that hosts a Reddit page. All right. So that's great. I'm really excited to dig into this. Yeah. Uh, so welcome all. Also, there's a pumpkin. Uh, he eats pumpkins. He lives in them. Yeah, right. Um, there is. There is a pumpkin. It says that uh, the pumpkin uh, is his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So real quick, though, I do want to say that something I want to do, Jeff, is not go back and revisit the first 100 for a little bit. I want to make new places and new peoples. Okay. I mean, I can't promise anything, because if something feels, like, right, like, I'm gonna go after it, but, Absolutely. like, you know, we'll see where we go. Because my idea is, like, where we've gone so far, and what we've discussed in fantasy, is just, like, just one chunk of it. You know the concept of, like, the the observable universe? Yeah, sure. Where, like, if you were to stand on the roof of your house and look out, that is all that you can see. But if you st were to stand at the edge of your backyard, on like, on, like or a neighbor's house, you'd be able to see even further. So now we're just going a little further into the world of fantasy this is you know a new region perhaps because prompt this week we asked on twitter for great castles and keep names and the prompt came from twitter user tigranosaurus and the prompt we are choosing is the long hall of the defeated it's a good it's it a good is. name for for a keep 
It is a very good name. And you said that you had some initial, you had some thoughts, and I would yes. love to hear them. So when I hear that name, like what I specifically picture is some sort of supernatural pla- like place of living, right? Like a place... Not quite an afterlife, because I think that we're we're getting into sort of undead territory. So, like, zombie castle, or no? Kind of. What I'm picturing is this. Here's the pitch that I'm going to give. Okay. This is a castle, right? Like, this is a castle for people who are kill, like, where the, the... You know how, like, there's the idea that a ghost is someone with, like business usually violent business left to 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 finish in this world absolute unfinished business is the number one ghostly delight yeah right unfinished business usually of the violent variety Mm -hmm. the long haul of the defeated is sort of a spectral training ground Mm. for ghosts with unfinished violent business that were killed in unglamorous ways Okay, that's really or dishonorable good. Dishonorable ways, like ba- people who are backstabbed, who were betrayed by friends, people who were, you know, sent off to die by by uncaring bureaucrats, right? I like am about people, this. people who died without glory or honor wake up in this place. Like if they feel injustice dealt to them in their final moments, they awaken in this place where they are sort of given the the supernatural tools to become like you know ghouls and revenant and like things okay. of supernatural power to to strike back at the things that hurt them i okay can i give you a pitch on that because that's dope so you basically it's like xavier's school for gifted young dead people yeah right and it's it's oh. it's basically like the home for infinite losers yes oh fuck <laughs> You're so right, and I'm a... Okay, so can I give you a pitch on that? Yeah. It's actually a physical place. Oh, for sure. So it's a castle that has been, like, always for this, or was it, like, taken over by Mm. the first part, like, the headmaster to train spirits, or is it, like, it's just a place that's always been that way? Hmm. You know, because I'm imagining, like, I die, right? I get backstabbed by an evil... I'm in an evil lord's... I get backstabbed by Jeff, an evil lord in Jeff's court. Yeah, right, I just finally am like, it's over, Aaron. And it's over, Aaron. (laughs) Aaron? Yeah? Turn around. Okay. I'm sorry. For what? (laughs) I've been killed. Okay, so... Um, so I wake up and like, stop gonna erase this footage and we'll call this a day. <laughs> the police will never find this. <laughs> um, so I'm saying that I get stabbed. Oh, I wake up. I'm dead. I wake yeah. up in like a bed somewhere and I'm like, oh, and I explore and I'm in this castle now. And it's like, welcome to the long hole of the defeated, you know, and it's like I, uh, you know, and there's a headmaster that trains me or... If it's like Home for the Infinite Losers and a twist on that, is this like – so I've been watching that time I got reincarnated as a slime. It's an anime okay. that's like real sure. fantasy. So I'm thinking that this person – like say you die, right? I get stabbed. Is it like a training ground or is it like – you know how a castle in like – in England, it's like they own that area. You know, the land is theirs. Yeah, right. You know, perhaps is it like a quest hub? And that's how you get stronger. Are you like an adventure or is it like, you know, someone teaches you the way of the sword in the castle? I think it's just like a region that is like covered with ghosts. Okay. Like a, now we're like talking. a small like cliffside where you mournfully sing your ballad 
over top of a valley of rotted trees. Yes. And like caverns underneath. And there's this semi-natural forming castle that is full of weapons and stuff that you can use to sort of harness your now your now supernatural abilities for vengeance. I'm ab- I'm obsessed. And I'm sending you an image right now of what I am thinking. Of right. see what I am seeing, just because I hope it inspires your imagination like it is mine. The first one when you scroll a little down. Yeah. Except like not like it doesn't look like this looks very nice. Yes. And built. And this I think looks very almost like naturally formed. Mm, okay, so Because it, I like the okay. idea that it simply exists. This yeah, is simply oh. uh a, a supernatural thing without explanation. Okay, so it's just, it is a supernatural thing where ghosts kind of just gather. Yeah. Okay, to, in order to train. Do we want to talk about the castle itself, the region itself, or like the person who started it, a young cadet at the academy and their experience, you know, because it's kind of mm. like a training ground, or do we want to just unravel the mystery of this region and kind of see where it goes? I'm fine with any of those. Okay. So... What I'm seeing in my head, I'm just going to describe to you what I am seeing, is kind of like um, like stone, jagged stone, yeah, right. you know, just rising out of like a cliffside and forming, you know, um, forming what is essentially like what our eye would assume and like link together to be the shape of a castle. And there's like windows, there's battlements, there's courtyards, it's all that, but it all, you know, is all Castle like, Grayskull? Yes. Is that what you're that, thinking? That's kind of what I'm picturing, and I think that's kind of what you're picturing as well a little bit. Where like it is a like it doesn't look like something built it. No, you know how you know how it looks like it is just a mountain with a skull. Yeah, it's just rocks that are that shape. It happens to be that it is a naturally occurring castle. Yeah, it's a natural castle, and it was was it always there or was it formed over time hmm. by wrongfully? You know, is this is this one of the mysteries that like even the dead don't know? It's just something where you kind of wake up there. I love it being a mystery, but I, I think okay, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with a classic. Okay, it's both. Okay, fuck yes. Um, it is naturally forming. No one knows why dead souls congregate here. No one knows why it is only those who feel so strongly that they have been betrayed and sent to die ingloriously Mm. but i think it also formed over time as ghosts emerge in this area go you know i think that the the, these spirits have a certain you know um ectoplasmic you know reality morphing effect okay you know like a Mm. a a truly powerful spirit shapes its uh its its surroundings yep that's and i think the sum total of ghosts simply shape that like it continually is sort of reinforced and shaped by these spirits enforcing or you know exerting their will over this space see you know what that means that this is like the ghost countryside like Mm -hmm. that means it's the castle is for it's it's the chicken or the egg it's like what made the castle well the ghosts did you know what i mean the ghosts here well the castle did yes exactly oh my god so like it used to can i can i give you a pitch just so we can get this it used to be the castle of a great monarch you know, a classic, you know, lord ruling over a countryside at one point. It was it was just a normal place, but it was small. And over time, the castle fell. You know, the region fell over. It grew over. And kind of why – but why are ghosts congregating here? It's just a place? Hmm. You know, that's why I'm like, did it start with the haunting? Like, was someone killed unjustly? Like, this lord was betrayed by their jester. 
Or the Lord was, like, the Lord betrayed someone. Mm, oh, okay. Can I give you a pitch? And so the house is haunted. The, the Lord is ruling. There's this Lord. He's ruling over his land, living their Lord life, you know, doing royal, typical fantasy shit. The Jester kills them unjustly. You know, tries to claim power. Jester backstabs him when he's like, oh, oh, how about this one for a riddle for you, my lord? And you're like, speak on, you know, stabs him, whatever. Totally fucks him over. Does that lord become, does that malice kind of twist the area? And that's what starts the poisoning? Is that it? Or is it just really a natural that, phenomenon? But I'd like to invert it. Okay, please. I would love, I would love, because like, I kind of want, if we're if we're putting in a very traditional lord in a castle like yeah. a monarch figure, yeah. I want that monarch to be an asshole. Perfect. And so I want that monarch to have killed a jester or someone like you know wasn't funny, oh. made a, made an off color joke, off with his head. You know, was unjust, was killed capriciously by an uncaring monarch, mm. and mm. that spirit haunts this pl- haunted this place, and eventually like. Everyone in it was, you know, or at least the monarch was killed. Everyone else fled. Oh, my and God. And that spirit was so sort of restless in its in its indignity that other spirits began to populate this space. Yes, they began to gravitate to this space. Because it kind of would be like this jester's malice and hatred for this lord that wronged them would, like, corrupt the land in a way. Like, for lack of a better term, just, like, you know, start changing it. It has that strong of an effect that, like, the stones themselves are, like, warping over time, like, eroding and twisting. And, 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 yeah, and taking on this other shape. And... As a result, that is pulling other spirits being like, oh, there's a place that it becomes like kind of a gathering place, like something, something magnetic is pulling them, I think, you know, myths and legends may not know the reason, but is it because of this, like, it's just kind of a place where you can call home if you've been or is the and this person is, is the jester training ghosts? I, I think the ghosts are training themselves. Okay, cool. I think the ghosts, I think because I, I, I think there's not a lot of like community yeah i like the I, I do like the idea that there's no hierarchy there's no yeah. you know the jester does not become the lord of this castle it just becomes a training the jester ground at this point is a con like i think the jester is like not stops being a conscious presence oh and it's just sort of a reality warping factor Ugh. it's just the castle itself is the malice of the jester yeah the long haul of the defeated began with the jester it's like his very fabric this jester is in the walls like it's in the keep not even a person anymore it's not a living castle but it's just kind of like they are now one thing it's an entity can i add a detail it's like poltergeist yes so i think things in the castle there are parts of it that don't make sense Mm. almost as if some some presence beyond comprehension is playing is having a laugh like playing what? a joke. Let's let's find one. So like MC Escher halls, right? Like you know, stair like rooms full of staircases mm. that just like walk you in a circle. Yeah, there's just rooms and and things and hallways and rooms that just kind of play a cosmic joke on you because because the overwhelming presence of this place is a spurned comedian, and so that sort of cruel, that sort of mix of malice and humor. Yeah. Embeds the very sort of architecture of this otherworldly, you know, undead castle. Can I ask you a question then? 
Yes. If you are a ghost that's trying to, like, essentially train here, you know, to finish your unfinished business, you know, what spurned, what started that? Like, what, was it just, like, two ghost-crossed swords, you know? Is it, like, a constant battleground? Is it, like, are th- what's there, a fucking weight set? You know, you hit the gym? You know, what? what is it that makes it, like, well, there, a place? There is a, weight, there is a weight set. There is a big weight room. Because here's the story. Okay. Behind the weight room. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> There was a bodybuilder. Of course. Poisoned by a jealous uh, sponsor, we'll say. Mm. Somebody wanted uh, to sponsor this bodybuilder. They they said no. Uh, the sponsor said, well, we're not going to let you work with someone else and poison them. Oh, my God. And this bodybuilder woke up in this place. And like I said, how the ghosts kind of shape their shape their surroundings. Yeah. This weight room is one of the rooms of this castle, and, you know, this bodybuilder just trained and spent mm. years just training and growing larger and larger, and is now some kind of Hulk beast. Okay. I dig this. And so then, and when they were, you know, seven and a half feet tall, made of muscle, they merely walked, they, you know, walked out, and they, they, they embarked on their mission of vengeance they went to seek out the the people that wronged them and that weight room remains because a ghost willed it into being oh and now okay. there's weird supernatural elements in the weight room but like that's kind of and that actually kind of brings me around to what i'm picturing how like the ghosts train is just you awaken in a space your b- being shapes that space around you yeah and gives you kind of and it's and i think there's the challenge of you know you are overseen, in a sense, by this ghost being that is taunting you and making weird decisions and reality is shaping, shaping and shifting around you. I'm obsessed. I love this and, so much. But you have the tools to make you into the thing that will seek you justice. Yeah, you can become the thing that you feel you need to be in order to finish your unfinished business. Yes. Which is terrifying. It is terrifying. Can I put a cool fantasy twist on this? Yeah. So when I hear the long hall of the undead, I see um, this castle being on like the ocean, you know, or on like we said, a cliffside. Like it it would be the peak of a mountain, you know, Mm -hmm. where you could potentially say walk out a door and fall off. There's a long bridge that leads to it that connects it to like, you know, level land that isn't, you know, you know, plummeting to your death. And at the end are two, like, armored, spectral, ghostly guards. And the only way you can finish your unfinished business is if you can best them. You know, there's a challenge. Is there a challenge? Like, you know, a never-ending story type thing where, you know, you train, you train, you train. And there are times when you're like, all right, I'm ready. You wake up and the person's like, I'm ready. You know, they draw their dirk and they walk across the bridge. Like, I'm going back to the, you know, the Velvet Keep and I'm going to fuck up, clang, to like glaives smash in front of you. And you have to like get out of my way. It's like, not until you prove yourself, young specter. And you have to like defeat these two guards. That's neat. I like that. Because you can outsmart them. You can, whatever your unfinished business is, you can kind of use that to your advantage. You know, like you poison the guards or you sneak by them. You do what you got to do, but like you have to get past them. It's the only way out of the long haul of the defeated. Yeah. 
Fuck. And so I think, like, you know, and I think that, it, it, you know, these guards do not play fair. No. Because they are also spectral spirits. It's part of the castle. Like, they are, they they get it. They reflect you as well as the malice of, you know what I mean? The whole, yeah. they shape, the, the guards shape themselves around you. Yeah, and so you have to use the full scope of your gifts and show that you are truly at the peak of your power to, you know, pass these things. Mm, okay. So you basically die and you get time to train to fucking get revenge. It's like yeah. a, a revenge training center. Yeah. I dig this. What should we do now? What do you want to talk about now? I mean, we could talk about more, like, weird stuff in this uh, in this space. Hmm. Here's, what, here's the challenge I want to make. Okay. For the remainder of this episode, I want one of us to throw out, like... A, a room in this space. Yeah. And the other one to throw out, like, ideas for the ghost that inhabited it. Ooh. Oh, I love this. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I have one for you already. All right. Um, The ballroom. I think the ballroom was a, a fencer, actually. Mm. It was not a dancer. Uh, He wanted to be a dancer. Like, it was his dream to be a dancer. But... Alas, he became a fencer instead. Like he was he was he was raised up to be a swordsman and he was killed, you know, by like a trick. Caught off, you know, or maybe even like before the match started, somebody just like dove at him and slid his like slid his chest open and he bled out. Jeez. And so the space is the space is not a fencing hall, but is a ballroom. And he trained by learning, by dancing, and by becoming this, like, sort of whirling, dancing, like, sword-fighting spirit, the shadow dancer. You know, just effortlessly moving as if he weighed nothing, and then stabbing as if he weighed tons. And it was this dancing space that now, you know, shadows fall across it, and if you fall into one of these shadows, you might be lost forever. And the only way to to avoid falling into one of these shadow pits is by being graceful, is mm. by dancing gracefully across this space. So let me ask you a question before I throw you a room. Yes, please. What makes the weight room supernatural? What is the supernatural impact of the weight room? You mean, like, what, who is the ghost inhabited or the supernatural, like... The ghost, the uh, the weight room that was populated by our non-binary Super Hulk. Yes, what what supernatural remnants of the weight room are left behind? Because like we said with the ballroom, there are these shadow pits that will consume you. Oh, okay. I have I have one that's, right. you know, a haunted hotel type feel to it. Every now and again, if you're working out in the weight room, the ceilings or the walls will begin to close in on you and you have to press them back or else you'll be crushed forever. Mm. Like you'll be crushed in the middle, I mean. Mm-hmm. Like the ceiling will randomly just start lowering. And you have to set yourself in, like, a stance and, like, prepare for it and push it back up. That's and, like, dope. it'll go if you have the strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can push it back and it'll, like, you'll just hear, yep, and it'll, like, lock back into place. Yeah, because that's the only way, like, you, it, but that's, that's, the, that's the thing about the weight room is, like, the weights are fine. But that is teaching you to be, like, always ready to be using your strength in, like, one big burst. You know, it's the only way if you want to get stronger and flip the giant guards over, you're going to be ready. When their blade comes down, you'll be able to, like, catch it and shoulder press it up in mm-hmm. the air. I love this. I love this I a have lot. a room for you. Give me. The conspiracy board. So uh, a room lined with photos and documents all connected with string 
that seem to cover every surface of the room. Hmm. And the ghost that inhabited it. Yes. Right? Okay. Okay, I have it. All right. The This board, this room was haunted by the ghost of what they felt. They felt they were a superhero. Okay. They felt that they were the hero that was going to change the world and defeat great villains and, you know, solve the world's problems and help everyone, uh, you know, a day at a time. And so this was their room for tracing the origin of their their tracing the origin of their greatest foe. So when this ghost was a hero and they were in their lair and they were basically in their bat cave piecing together the details of this nefarious villain, their sidekick realized that this was a fruitless venture, that they shouldn't do this the the just way. They should just start going and kicking down doors, guns blazing. You know, the, the the idea of chasing down criminals and catching them isn't good. This is like Murder Robin. Murder mm-hmm. Robin sure, thinks sure. that, like, the only way to defeat a supervillain is by basically, like, torching their land, destroying their livestock, burning their crops, and basically, like, starving them out, you know? Sure, yeah. And at one point... You know, the person was deep in their lab in their bat cave connecting these pieces and building this case. And just when they had figured it out, the room began was engulfed in flames and the door was locked from the outside. Dope. And so when you're in this room and you're that's where you can this is your planning room. This is where you can connect the dots to where if you want to plan this out, if you want to create a heist, if you want to figure out the layout of the castle, like there's maps of the castle in it. There's charts with the guards' weaknesses and strengths. This is where, like, you can do your analytical work. Mm-hmm. And I think that, yeah, that's that's where, that's my conspiracy board. It's wh- whatever you need. It's it, Everything is in there for you to plan your revenge and how to get out of the castle. Because essentially we're, we're making a place where, like, you have to escape. Yeah, you have to, like, escape. And you have to, like, ascend to a level of supernatural to be able to escape this place. I am obsessed. Can I uh, add a detail to that? God, yes. <laughs> if you stand in the conspiracy room too long. Yeah. Um, it, it shows you all the things that you need, right? Like if you entered this space and you're like, okay, I'm going to break into this bank, I'm going to I'm going to break into this bank vault. If you stand here and you look around, it shows you everything. But if you stand there too long, it starts to show you too much. Mm. So like, it starts to be like, well, the guards leave at 830. You know, here's the combination. This guard's deepest fear is like... You know, and it's like, I don't want that. And it's like, it's like, this person would be most hurt if you did this. And it's like, that's too much. Like, that's too much. And it just keeps telling you. And like, it's just, you see the pieces, like, the, the, the pictures and the documents forming. Like, letters that say, like, I just can't, I couldn't, I couldn't handle it if this were to happen like you know documents written to yourself quiet confessions and you're like this is too much if you're in there for too long you you learn things which you are not comfortable with so my question for you then because i'm obsessed with that is this like so the conspiracy room the gym so the conspiracy room is it haunted by the the jester or is this the hero that was doing too much research and not enough action haunting you essentially I love the idea that it's because I like the idea that a lot of these things are the jester just playing jokes on you. Yeah. Like just having a big cosmic laugh in your direction. Mm-hmm. 
So I like that it takes, and it's it's a little bit of that like supernatural quest for vengeance, you know, losing sight of the qualities that made them a hero in their old life. I'm I'm obsessed with this. I love this place. Oh, I mm-hmm. love resting on a cliff. There's there's this long bridge. Can normal people see it? I want to say yes. Yeah, for sure. I think they see the castle in the distance on the cliff that has, you know, that looks unnatural. Have people ever tried to go into it? I mean, you can't because the only way in is that bridge. I, I think some people have tried. And I think that they have, you know, either fallen or fallen victim to the many haunted rooms. I mean, this is a haunted house. Absolutely. It is a haunted castle. But, yeah. like, my my question for you is if you got in, I think that, like, you don't, you're not, like, killed. It's right. not like you're killed by a, a guard, you know, who stabs you through the back. I think it's more of just, like, you can't leave. You're just tor- You're just tormented until, like... You know, the castle itself, like you said, you're just, you'll be running up staircases for like a month. And I think that like, here's the thing I'm going to throw out that, that that tells me. Okay. The guards don't appear for you if you walk in. Ugh. They only appear if you walk out. Oh, If yeah. you as a supernatural essence walk out. If you're an ordinary person, you could theoretically walk out. But like some trick room is but like that weight room is going to crush you alive and kill you there mm. like you are killed in the myriad of supernatural traps but if by chance you escape you like and you are not you know an unjustly killed ghost well then you walk out and you're just you just walk out but if you are a spirit killed unjustly bound to this world by unfinished business and you attempt to leave the long hall of the defeated well there will be two you know skeletal guards looming that will put you to your ultimate test i love this so much i love haunted castles mm-hmm. um what do you want to do now like what's i don't know what do you want to do hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. my okay so question for you this this area that the castle is in are there nor is the okay so we've established that there is a castle this long hall of the defeated it's in a region now it's like a you know it was on a lord's land you know is there you know there's a castle is there a town of normal people nearby that live in the shadow of this like you know sh- shadow castle yeah well i don't see why not it's a spooky like shadow town where like you know what i mean is yeah. there a spooky shadow town link to it? I think so. I think that's cool. I think that's a cool concept. What is their deal? Because if you were to never leave, you know what I mean? You live in the protection of the Long Hall of the Undead. You live to worship the Long Hall of the Undead. Do you, you know, you just never leave? Are you tied there? Can you not leave? Is it something like that? Or are they immortal? Are they undead? You know, what is it that would make there be a town in this place that's constantly being twisted by this? Is it a town that worships kind of like death? And the Because you, you would see that you don't actually die. You would see that if you die and you have unfinished business, you know, you can, you can enter this castle that kind of keeps you alive. Like, it, it, you live forever. Like, this jester is immortal in this every brick and stone of this castle, you know? I like protection and I like the worshipping angle, and here's kind of where it all kind of gels for me. Cool. I like the idea that this is a town that is protected by those spirits that, you know... There's a trope about ghosts that I like. Let me rewind and start there. Okay. There's a, there's There are two tropes about ghosts that I really, really dig. 
One, obviously, as we've gone into, is the unfinished business. The other thing that I really like about ghosts is the idea that, like, when you accomplish that unfinished business, you know, you aren't laid to, like, that ghost isn't laid to rest. Oh, yeah. I dig, I dig when there is a ghost that has long since accomplished the thing that should have, should have, you know, when, when, when the jester killed the Lord, that should have been the end, but they linger. Mm-hmm. Their soul lingers, you know, in some form. I think that maybe their physical form degrades or dissipates or takes on a new form as the jester did with the castle, but like an element of them floats in the world still. Can I offer you something? Yes. Is it a town mixed of both living and dead people? Like a literal, like a bartender who is a ghost. Like the shining, if the shining were peaceful. Like yeah. ghosts and, hu- and and living people living amongst each other. Because you said you don't fade away if you die. And like, yeah. say like, you know, I die and I just like still hang out because, because of the land, because of the castle, because of this, you know, magnetic zone of death. Perhaps, like, if you die in this town, like, you don't fade. You just come back. Like, you're not your living body, but, like, you know, you're Casper. And, you know... Yeah, you just... There's a... And it's... I think, yeah, there's just people that linger. And so there's this town of ghosts and people living in harmony. And they are protected by elements of these vengeful specters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, our, our, our non-binary, you know, Hulk Revenant. They tear apart the people that poison them, mm-hmm. and they 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 close their eyes and wake up, you know, at, at one of these bars. Oh my god, that's so good! And then suddenly, like they they just they kind of just appear in places, and now they're just in this town. And you start over, like you were wronged, and like I think this is yeah. like where it's made right by like. You know, it's it's not the, like, revenge will never give you peace. It's like, no, in this place, revenge will give you peace if you are wronged. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. saying it's right, but I'm saying here, if, like, say that, that bodybuilder poisons, you know, their sponsors and gets back at them, they close their eyes and they're like, finally, like, you know, my justice has been served. In their opinion, you know, they close their eyes, you said, and they wake up and, like, they're holding a mop at the bar. They're like, what the? And it's like, oh, hey. You know, hey, Terry, and Terry's just mopping there, you know, and that they have a new life. Like, you get to kind of start again, and you get to live again. You get to be whoever you want to be, you know, because something was taken from you. And it's this cool idea, I think, where this town doesn't fear death because they see the reality of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They, they're, they're surrounded by death and, you know, revenants and ghosts, and they sort of see that, like, these aren't scary people. These aren't scary beings you know they're they're just people with a goal and with you know something that uh, uh, an undying passion that may be morally questionable but dang it they're willing to go great like some people i think stay in the castle forever because they can't get past the guards but like if your resolve is strong enough you can best the guards and make it right and live again and it's Mm -hmm. kind of this cool culture that's like this cyclical life and death thing you know, because if you die, you wake up in the castle. If you if you're wronged, and if you fight your way out, if you live this, if you push hard enough, you can kind of be born again in this town. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm there's I'm 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 pulling at a thread in my head. Okay. What if this town? We said that it, I think that here's I'm gonna throw some ideas out. Please jumble of ideas. Yeah. 
the town is populated by ghosts by virtue of living in a space where there are so many ghosts yeah. that people who die just come back. Ooh. But the spirits, the vengeful spirits, the specters, the revenants, the poltergeists that appear here are not those that got their vengeance. Okay. Yeah, no, of course not, because I thought they were wronged. Right. These are not the people that, like, if you choose to... I think these are the ghosts, because obviously you have a degree of, of consciousness as, yeah. as one of these spirits. Mm-hmm. I think the ghosts that appear here are the ghosts that abandoned their their mission mm. and that's why that's why that that's the culture of starting again oh. basically it's almost like there are two paths i am obsessed. there's the paths of the guards and if you pass through those guards you wander this world until you know you wander this world in a path of vengeance and once you hurt the people responsible well then you're just a wandering you're just a wandering murder ghost forever yeah but Take our, take our, take Terry. Terry, you know, is looming over the sponsors that that poison them and just sees, like, you know, sees themselves in a mirror. And for a moment, they feel that living, that living pang of, like, what am I doing? What am I, what am I going to do? Am I going to kill these people? And suddenly, now they're holding a mop in a bar and it's like, oh, welcome. Okay. Now, that's some gas right there, because now you've made it this cool, conscious choice where, like, say I'm wronged, and I wake up in the long haul of the defeated. If I close my eyes and take a deep breath again and reject this path, boom, I wake up and I'm selling, you know, a sword to, like, a young knight. You know, I'm a blacksmith in the town, where you can choose the path of vengeance, or you can choose the path of, like, what we would call normalcy in the town of Raven's Roost. Raven's Roost is good. That's a good name. Um, where, like, is that kind of the idea where it's like, yeah. you can go the path of the castle, you know, because I'm thinking the castle and the town are next to each other. These are the two roads you can go. No, where yeah, if you yeah, wake up sure. in the castle. The bridge and the town are on opposite sides. Yeah. Oh. Where, like, you wake up in your room in, in, the long, uh, in the long hall of the defeated. If you lay your head back down to sleep, that is you saying, like, I reject this path. You know, anytime that you go to bed when you're an angry revenge beast... If you go go to sleep, that is the active choice to say, no, I'm giving this up. Revenge is, this is wrong. You know, and I, you, and you wake up in the town and you're a normal person. Yeah. And you forget your path of rage, but that's the cost is you forget, you forget that you were wronged in another life. Oh yeah. You, well, and I think like a, a cultural note, you know, hitting on, hitting, making overt a theme that is always very important mm-hmm, to us mm-hmm. is I think this town has a lot of like culture of obviously kind of supernaturally aided but like a culture of you know therapy and mental health care absolutely to kind of be like you know you it's you know we can work together you know you were wronged let's work to to like help you live with that yeah you know and and it's the town's culture is one of we are visited by people who were hurt we know that death is not the end but we also know that many of the spirits that that watch over us, because like heaven forbid, if you are a two bit bandit on a horse riding into this town, surprise, there's a non binary undead Hulk that is going to beat the beat the bejesus out of you. Yeah, absolutely. There's this culture that these people that protect us were hurt, mm-hmm. like we're wrong and we're hurt, 
And so the, the, the people who are living in this community, a lot of them take it on themselves to say, okay, well, it is my job to kind of lay you to rest yeah. and to kind of ease your burden and ease that which has bound you to this world and, you know, help you recover a little bit and help you maybe not forget, but learn to live with it. Absolutely. I think I see it as like, if you were a person, you said like these people are saying these people have been hurt. That was you. That could be you. That could have been you at a different time. Mm -hmm. Because we said, if you lay your head down to rest, you're boom, you're a janitor in a bar mopping the floor. That could have been, you never know if you were one of those angry people in a time ago. And you know you might have been. So you're like, no, we have to take care of each other so that there's, you know, the more of us that are in this town and the less people that are in this castle, you know, mean that we're doing a better job at, like, helping each other grow. And, like, these two guards, so I'm, I'm seeing this bridge a lot in my head with the two guards, where it's like you have to best them in order to enact your revenge. I think a lot of it is, like, you stand on this bridge, you stand on the precipice of this fucking castle, and you look down and you see the town, which is just like a normal bustling place. There's markets, there's theaters, there's restaurants, you know, it's normal life. And these two guards stand before you, and they're like, the choice is yours to make. You know, press, through, pass, press past us and enact your revenge, but gaze upon the town and think of what could be, of who you might have been before. And like, and if you're resolved, you're like, yep, no, I'm going for it. You still have to best them. Like, even the guards are caretakers in a way of like, I'm going to try to keep you from doing this. And I really mm -hmm. love that. I really love that it's now this cool cyclical rebirth and death town where like you can choose the path of revenge and if you don't you end up as a normal townsperson and the people who are on the path of revenge could have been townspeople in the past and vice versa and it's it's very cool to me i really dig this and i i, I want to add i think a closing detail okay and that is um flashing back to that jester we said that the Lord is killed, right? We said that the Lord, this capricious, cruel monarch, is killed, and everyone else flees. If they are a Lord in a castle, and castles, you know, Ugh. can hold, like, entire towns. Yep. Like, an entire town can live in a castle. That probably means that Jester's family was, like, among those that fled. Absolutely. I think they are the people that, like, formed this town. Oh. And that's part of why they're kept safe, right? Why oh. of all of this, you know, it's that it's they go, you know, they were like, no, we're not leaving. You know, we can't abandon the jester. Like, we can't abandon them. Charlie's here. Yeah, that's our family. We can't, we can't leave Charlie. Like, uh, you know, so they stayed. They stayed behind. And they raised a family and people joined them and some living and some dead. And they built a town in the shadow. And, you know, Charlie Raven, Charlie Raven died, but Raven's Roost stayed. And it is a place where we look on and we look after, we look after the spirit of Charlie because Charlie has a, has a job to do now. Yeah. Charlie is unfortunately very, was very angry. And it's, you know, it's the family's job to be like, no, it's. We have to make sure that there's no more Charlie. You know what I mean? Is that yeah, wrong to say? Is that bad? No, I don't think that's wrong at all. But I also think it's that, you know, Charlie's family. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie's family. And if Charlie is going to be here, if this, if Charlie's purpose is to, is to raise these spirits, then we have to look after Charlie. Yeah. We have to be here for him when he needs us. Because yeah. one day if he releases this rage, he'll be right in this town with us. 
and mm-hmm. we look forward to that day. Yeah, one day, one day, maybe Charlie will wake up with us, and we'll, we'll you know, we'll, we'll be together again. But until then, we will stay here, and we will watch from Char- from Raven's Roost and see what, what comes of it. That is a wrap on this episode. That's a good, that's a wrap on it. The Long Hall of the Defeated and Raven's Roost. Hell yeah, 101. Um, damn. Oh, wow. Thank you, Tigranosaurus, for your prompt. Um, that was incredible. If you'd like to submit a prompt of our show, to our show, there's a million ways you can do it. And, like, look, you can just submit, like, castle names and stuff. Yeah. Uh, you can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasychildren. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. You can go to bit.ly slash AMFC Discord, post them there, or you can go to allmyfantasychildren.com. Yeah, while you're there, check out our Bandcamp, our Wikipedia page, and, you know, if you need to catch up on the lore for stuff that we're not going to talk about for a little bit, now's a really great time to do it. Uh, Jeff has a second podcast that you need to, if you like tabletop games, you need you need this in your life. Party of One is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences. Every week, I sit down with a friend, we play a two-player game, we share some laughs, maybe a few tears, and we have a really good time. Uh, episodes drop every Tuesday at partyofonepodcast.com. Yeah. All My Fantasy Children is proud to be a part of the One-Shot Podcast Network. If you like interviews done by a wonderful person and done um, about amazing topics like games and role-playing, check out Backstory. Backstory is a cozy, thoughtful interview show featuring the most fascinating folks in role-playing. Join host Alex Roberts as she gets to know game designers, LARP rights, scholars, community organizers, and more. From emerging artists to seasoned veterans, guests open up about their creative process, what keeps them engaged, and their visions for the future of role-playing. It's real good. Backstory owns. It does. Is the thing. Like, there, like it is probably my favorite interview podcast, tabletop role-playing or otherwise. Mm-hmm. Because I, I legitimately think Alex Roberts is just that good at interviewing. It's true. Like, it's the way that she's able to just... And, like, the the knowledge that she brings to the table. You know, you can feel the research that she's done into every single guest. And also just, like, the level of comfort and, like, support in, like, helping to make a person comfortable but also, like, really get into really deep, meaty topics is incredibly insightful, and it is a, consistently a joy to listen to. Yeah, it's a great way to learn a lot about role-playing games from different with uh, people from totally different worldviews and vet avenues, like LARPs and scholars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you're looking to kind of get everything about tabletop games and like really understand that it's more than just dice-rolling games, I think you should listen to Backstory to kind of learn about that stuff. Yeah. Um. What else do we do? A verbal hug. Hmm. Hmm. Let me... Oh, I have one. If you are tired, you know, okay, so you know that creative mindset where it's like, if you're not making something, you know, you're not living, you got to be on your grind, you know, that that bullshit. Um, If you're tired, if you're broke, you know, if you're just not in the fucking mood, you know, if you just don't have the fucking time and energy to make something right now, that is okay. Make something when you're good. Make something when you're at full fucking strength. You know, I recently... 
just I just started kind of like getting my paychecks rolling in at work. And so I am now in a comfortable place to be like, let's start, you know, making episodes about places we've never been before. I'm really excited about editing. I want to start, you know, I almost have an episode of Peak and Pit, the interview show I'm starting recorded. I mean, I have it edited. And like, because I'm at a place where I feel comfortable doing this, I tried forcing it. I'll, I won't lie. And I was like, it wasn't smart. It wasn't my bet. Like, you've said it before to me. We were like, you know, you all beat up and tired. Like, you're no good making stuff then. Like, you know, it's it'll mm-hmm. it'll happen, but it won't be your best. And, like, the work will – it'll show. And it's better to you be making something when it's making you happy, when you're at full strength. So what I'm saying is you're really wise, and you showed me that. <laughs> Thank you. That means a lot. And and this goes as much to you, Aaron, as it does to the listeners. You are more valuable than the things that you make. It's true. You know, it is a it is a part of the world that we live in that we view ourselves through the stuff that we produce, mm-hmm. and that's fucked up and wrong. Yeah. But, like, you have a real tangible value in the world beyond your ability to create stuff and i think that people should take time to recognize that and celebrate celebrate themselves in a capacity beyond i made this but celebrate like i am this because Mm. i think there's value in that and yes i agree with you like if you are you know it is okay to say i'm just not feeling it this week it's okay to say this we this isn't this isn't my day. Like, you know, it is okay to even if you have stuff that you want to have accomplished, it is okay to say, I'm probably not gonna get to it. I don't think I'm gonna wrap this today. And you know, that's fine. Yeah. Like that's part of life and that's part of being okay. Yeah, it's it's better to do that and be like that's that's being a fucking role model for other people, not like look at me, I crank out work when I'm fucking sad, broken, tired. It's like, no, I don't want you to fucking do that. You know, I'd rather somebody be like, "Hey y'all, I got to take care of me." I, if you don't, if you're, if to keep it, th- remember this: if people are enjoying your work and they're like, "Fuck you," a week off, that's not a fan of yours to begin with. That's not a supporter yeah. of your work anyway. You don't want them following you. People will support you no matter what you do. If you need time, take time. Do the things that matter to make yourself feel better. Sometimes that can be creating. You know, sometimes. Sometimes the one thing I need to pull me out of a funk is to sit down and work on a project. Sometimes it's to do nothing and watch three episodes of the Rockford Files Mm -hmm. back to back. And so it's just kind of finding the stuff that works for you and the ways to make yourself feel better because that's the most important thing to hell with the stuff that you make. You you feeling good is the thing that matters to me and to the people in your life. God damn right. Um, that's a good ass verbal fucking hug. Good ass verbal hug. Ugh. Um, is that it? Is that all we do? Yeah, right. I think that's it. Oh, cool. All right. Well, until next time. Good night. Good, good game. game.